we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. So, hello, and welcome to a very special backstage Zoom room for the Northern Power Women Awards 2021. What a fantastic evening it has been so far. I'm so excited to be joined by a group of our very, very esteemed winners and some special guests too. So hello, everybody. We don't want to unmute you all, but it'll be a cacophony of sound. Maybe we'll do that at the end, but thank you so, so much. There's brilliant waving going on right now. I wish you could see a little image of this. I'm sure we'll share something too. But we're going to speak to our great leader, Simone Roche, in just a couple of moments' time. She's probably decompressing somewhere, surrounded by her people. She did an incredible, incredible job this evening. But I want to say a big hello now to the wonderful Jen Hazelhurst. She is, of course, from EY, our headline sponsors, the Liverpool Office Managing Partner. Jen, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being part of this evening. I thought your speech at the start of the awards was absolutely fantastic. EY, of course, are the headline partners of the Northern Power Women Awards. I just wanted to know for you why it was important for EY to support the awards tonight. I think it for us it just completely aligns with what we stand for really and, and making sure that you know we do accelerate gender um, equality that there's a you know we do everything we can to create an inclusive environment for everyone and and that doesn't always mean just opening doors sometimes it means giving people a leg up as well and, and making sure that you know we do all help each other to uh, bring the best out in everyone absolutely have you enjoyed it have you enjoyed this evening because look let's be honest let's whisper this to each other virtual awards have been have been a bit well they've been variable in their quality haven't they over the last year or so I was blown away by what happened this evening have you enjoyed it absolutely I thought it was fantastic evening and I take my hat off to all the winners here you're absolutely fantastic really really great and uh, and yeah I wouldn't have liked to be a judge I think that must have been an incredibly hard mole definitely <laughs> 100% what's been your this is a tough question I know you might have more than one answer but what's been your biggest takeaway from hearing the stories of the winners tonight oh, I think I think in most cases it's just the the, the selflessness it's just you know just giving everything you can to, to help other people around you and just making that time as well and and thinking about about others it's um you know it's a fantastic evening for just opening your eyes to what everyone is doing and how everyone is helping you know all different elements of of society and, and, and the teams that we work with you hang on there jen please from ey because someone has just entered the room you can feel the energy change she is here it's our great leader, Simone Roche, MBE. Do you know what? We're all going to give you a round of applause. If we, if we weren't all on mute, you would see everyone clapping you. What an evening. You look like you are on cloud nine. What an amazing oh, evening this has been. Never want to see another Zoom again. Just saying. 
there was something very ambitious about trying to get that amount of people into the right place at the right time. And I, I know some people are getting frustrated trying to get it. It's, it's, it's inevitable. Um, but it was really important to us that we tried to craft, if you like, the, the camaraderie and the, the, you know, the, the sort of the rather, oh, <laughs> yeah. She's got a Prosecco. For those watching in black and white, she has her Prosecco. Rob, this is Northern Power Man. Northern Power Man Northern is half Power dressed. Man. Rob, it's half dressed. <laughs> I've got a quite swanky frock on, but underneath I've still got tracksuit bottoms. I just wanted to share that with you as well. That's probably why I'm a little bit over hot in my little vocal Listen, booth here in um, Arizona. <laughs> you are all amazing. And it's great to see so many of you have already got trophies. It was one of those kind of silly ideas. Uh, I remember I was speaking one, on one of the calls with the UI. I said, I'm going to get the trophies into the hands of everyone that, that, uh, on the night. And they go, that's a silly idea. Why would you want to do that? And I went, well, just because it's, yeah, because we care. So, um, and aren't they lovely, the trophies? They're beautiful. They're fantastic. Well, listen, you sit and enjoy your Prosecco. Listen in. Well, ca- uh, well, of course it's champagne. Sorry, I forgot who I was talking to for a moment. Of course it is. Um, but I want to get to all the fantastic winners because I know you want to go and celebrate with your friends and family as well very soon indeed. So just first of all, a huge congratulations to you. Jen for me, why then talked about, you know, what a challenge this was for the judges. And I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I've been a judge on these awards for the last several years. I can tell you, it is such a robust process. It's never an easy decision. We go through several rounds. We learn so much about every single individual uh, nominee. And really, the standards are spectacularly high. So the fact you're sitting in this room with us now, really, (laughs) just massive congratulations. I want to have a quick chat with all of you for this very special podcast for the Northern Power Women Awards. So let's start with our organisations, shall we? Winner of small organisation, Innovate Her, represented by Chelsea Slater. Medium organisation, Inform Solutions Limited, represented by Elizabeth Vega. And large organisation, Page Group, represented by Graham Lewis. If the three of you can unmute yourselves or by the magic of Zoom, you become unmuted. I would love to talk to all of you. First up, congratulations, Chelsea. I mean, Innovate Her is so focused on inspiring and growing the confidence of young women. I mean, 12 to 16 years old, we know how important it is to get people young, teaching them about opportunities in tech, getting into their schools. I know this is, you could talk for hours on this, but I'd love you to just tell me how you see those young women grow over those eight weeks. Do you you see them really blossom? Yeah. Hi, it's Joe Morphy here. Chelsea had to uh, leave the call, but I co-founded Innovate Her with Chelsea. So, um, Hi, Joe. Hello. Happy to talk about it uh, on our behalf. We are absolutely oh. over the moon. We know that we were up against some stiff competition in that category as well. So thank you to Simone and all the judges for the accolade. Um, in terms of young women, yes, when we were working face-to-face, we would see them blossom hugely over the eight-week period we'd work for them with them for two hours a week um, and we'd send in industry role models so similar to the work that Simone does through Northern Power Women we use we use uh, role models to inspire the girls and uh, now that we're working virtually it's uh, a slightly different way mm. of, of delivering the programs but interestingly we've seen through the feedback that the girls are giving us that they're developing more skills with us digitally than they actually were face to face. So it's been really interesting the past year to see that and, and track that and track the difference there. But I think because we are teaching young women digital skills, 
then it actually makes sense for us to deliver that digitally as well. So going forward, we're going to become an e-learning provider and we're really excited to just um, reach girls all over the UK, not just in the Northwest through the virtual offer. Well done. That's fantastic to hear. I'm sure we will meet again and chat again on the Northern Power Women podcast. Joe, thank you so, so much. Elizabeth Vega, hello to you. Informed Solutions, a winner of Medium Organisation. Where's Liz? Where is she? How are you? I'm really well. Nice to see you. How are you doing? It's been a long time since you and I sat in a cupboard, not dissimilar to this, having a conversation for the podcast. We should probably not elaborate too much on that. It was (laughs) cosy. So look, Informed Solutions, I mean, working in tech again is a place where it's become known, rightly or wrongly, I think definitely to start with rightly, is a place for sort of middle class men is a place that they would flourish. I mean, how is the landscape changing? You've been working so hard to make this more of a diverse landscape. How is it changing now? Quite right. It was more about uh, middle-aged guys, particularly people that came from gaming. That's where the culture of gaming is what put a lot of women off. Um, of course, women now are starting to get game, uh, get into gaming, but historically it wasn't like that. And I think if you want to change the culture, you need to look at diversifying the types of roles uh, to begin with. You know, if you're looking at hardcore coding and then you're looking at putting one or two poor, unfortunate young women, which are quite <laughs> vulnerable, um, into that environment, that's not really going to instill success. So what we did is we actually looked at adjacent areas, things like user research and service design and service management functions, which were adjacent to more of the hardcore heavy lifting. And then when we got a, we got a, um, a you know, a good representation of women in those areas, you tended to find that when some of them had opportunities to to start doing coding and development, they actually flourished in that. And Mm. they were already known colleagues. So we needed to use a little bit of stealth. Um, And then, of course, once these people are highly skilled, it's about keeping them because a lot of people are trying to poach women in tech to sort of seed their own teams as well. So you really do need to address the cultural issues and you need to have a little bit of a strategy uh, and a little bit of stealth really to um, to get a critical mass of women. And then we were in the fortunate position that those women did stay on. They acted as fantastic guides and role models and coaches for the next generation of young women. Women are generally very generous in terms of paying it forward. They don't need to be very encouraged. And then last year we had the phenomenal um, breakthrough for us where we had 68% of our technical intake was actually young women into technical roles. Yeah. Amazing to hear. Thank you so much. Elizabeth Fager, brilliant to see you. Congratulations to you again. And last but absolutely not least, let's speak to Graham. Congratulations to you, Graham, from the Page Group, of course, winner of large organisation. I mean, you work across 36 different countries. Not you personally, of course, but, uh, you know, the page group, Graham Lucas. Um, so many different working environments there across all these different companies, so many different working cultures in there. Are you optimistic, though, about a shift in attitude towards inclusion and gender diversity generally in the workplace? Hi, Sam. Uh, look, I think it's a really interesting question. I think um, I think it's been a really encouraging few years uh, in terms of, what we've seen outside of large businesses, I think large businesses have done a good job for a number of years. Uh, I think what you've seen is most businesses actually taking uh, equality and diversity and inclusion far more seriously. I think the most exciting thing at the minute is the disruption that the last year has caused 
to uh, how we work, where we work, uh, how we mm. how we look at work. And actually, I think you know we've all got a responsibility. Every employer out there, every leader out there, has got an opportunity got an opportunity to use that now. Uh, to really probably go further in the next three years than we've probably managed to go in the last 10. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how uh, and if people use that opportunity. I'm, I'm optimistic lots will. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Graham. To Graham, to Liz, to Chelsea, on Joe, of course, as well, to all of you for your awards this evening for Northern Power Women Awards. Congratulations. Let's march on then to our next three winners. Mentor of the year. Thank you, Graham, for your round of applause. We're all on mute. Otherwise, we'd have a little bit more of a a round of applause going on. But you can see, I promise you, everyone is clapping along. Um, Congratulations then to Mentor of the Year, to the CEO of Pan Intelligence, Zandra Moore, to the Agent of Change, Michelle Hands, and our transformational leader, CEO of Tech Returners, Becky Taylor, and Person with Purpose. And with disco lights in the background, Freema Chambers as well. Hello to all of you. If you can all unmute yourselves, let's have a bit of a chin wag. Zandra, let me start with you. I mean, mentors can be absolutely life-changing. We know that. We bang on about it every single week, Simone and I, on the Northern Power Women podcast. I mean, I heard you talk about your mum earlier on and and actually the amazing effect she had on your career. And I think sometimes people don't know where to find a mentor. And it is a case if they could be someone you already know really well. Yeah, and I think there's a... a a lot of people that don't necessarily see themselves as mentors and um, don't actually appreciate just how other people um, perceive them and uh, anybody can be a mentor and, and, and we have hundreds of mentors and we don't it's not mentor mentee we call them co-mentors so that you know this mm. is a network run by you know all volunteers you know it's a completely voluntary network uh, hundreds of co-mentors and matching people up that can actually support one another um, it's it's not always about being somebody who's been there, done it, and got to a certain level. You can be a graduate and being mentored by somebody that has been in the business a year longer than you. I think a mentor is is somebody that you can look to 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 lean on and and give you some support. So I do think sometimes we need to kind of redefine the mentor term yeah. a bit, um, and maybe that's part of the challenge is getting everyone to see themselves as mentors. Um, in, at every stage in their in their career, really, every stage of their journey. So. We do we do talk about this on the podcast as well. Actually, we have our life lessons every week, which all of you absolutely must do now. It is the law that you must do a life lessons for the Northern Power Women podcast. But sometimes we speak to people and they go, well, "I haven't really got anything to say. I've got nothing to share." And then you, of course, when you start to unpack that for a second, everybody has that thing that really can resonate and impact somebody else, even if it's something you might brush away and say, oh, "Well, I just did that. It wasn't a big deal." They're the sort of things that can really change somebody's life. So absolutely. Thank you so much to Zandra. Michelle, Michelle Hans, agent of change. Congratulations to you. I love the smile you've got on your face. Um, (laughs) Social media can be such a toxic place, especially for women. And you have created and nurtured a really, really powerful community there. And it's it's great to see that it can be such a force for good as well. Most definitely. Um, I, I work in an industry where I'm on my, it's just me on site and has been for the last 16 years with a load of guys. And through mm. social media, I've been able to connect with loads of women across the world that feel exactly like me, but also then 
the next generation coming through and so that hopefully they don't feel so alone and they can learn from the rest of us um, what we've been through and we can be there to support them. And yeah, social media, you know, th- there are no boundaries um, and it's fantastic. And for me, it's been able to bring together, like you say, a real tight knit community and, and try and help and inspire other women. Because we're stronger when we're together, right? Correct. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's definitely what it's all about. Brilliant. And what's your name of your podcast if people want to tune in? Uh, it's She Who Dares Wins. The background of my story is um, I feel like everyone has something to give if they share their story. Everyone's story is completely unique. So She Who Dares Wins, I have guests from all over the world, from tradeswomen right the way through to women that are breaking through the glass ceiling. And we just get on and we talk about stories, but we talk about the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, mm. There are no barriers. We really go into the deep, dirty stuff, you know, um, things that have happened to everyone. And, and it, yeah, it, it's, it's shocking to a lot of people. Experiences that some women have been through, not only in construction but in other areas of fields, and then we just talk about that. And we talk about how they've overcome certain issues, and by kind of yeah, talking about the good, the bad, and, and the ugly. Um, I think it's 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 brought together a lot of women and opened up discussions that sometimes we feel a bit uncomfortable about talking about. Brilliant to speak to you. Thank you so so much. You Congratulations so much. again, Michelle. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Let's get to Becky Taylor now, CEO of Tech Returners. You founded your company, um, Becky, in 2017, really empowering women who, who were coming back into work. Your award for transformational leader is, is so, so important. You know, the fact is you are transforming lives, literally transforming lives. I know you must have a thousand and one great stories. Does one spring to mind that you can share with about someone whose life really changed? Yeah, first of all, I'd just like to say a massive thank you to Simone. Tonight has just been absolutely amazing. The logistics behind it all in terms of when we got the emails and actually said, you know, obviously if you were going to win, you're going to get the award at the door. That was just absolutely amazing. So a hat goes off to you. You know, you've done <laughs> amazing. it amazingly. So sorry, I just had to say that and give obviously a massive thank you. Yeah, I think... It's really been interesting. We've been growing our team. So um, James and I started the business back in 2017. Now we were um, approaching a team of 10, uh, recruiting more people. And one thing I always talk about in terms of the expectations around working for Tech Return is, is we are changing people's lives. Yeah. There's not many jobs that you can do where you listen to women, especially saying that you have changed my life, that I never knew opportunities were possible from actually leaving the industry to come back into the industry. Mm -hmm. I signed myself off. I didn't think it was possible. And when you hear that over and over again, it's like job offers we've been making on a day-to-day basis and you get the, the, the Slack messages or the text messages saying, I can't thank you enough. I never thought this was going to be possible again. And seeing them going from strength to strength. And then, you know, we've we've put 69 women back into the workplace and since wow. 2017 and we're not stopping. But that's 69 women that had almost written themselves off. And the whole perception around returners was that they don't add value. They just want part-time. But no, you couldn't be more wrong. These people are the most passionate, motivated people. And, you know, organizations need to understand around this exceptional talent, um, especially from not just from the gender diversity, but diversity of thought. They've had life experiences. They've raised yes. children. They've had caring responsibilities. Come on, the ones that homeschooled recently, we all know in terms of that juggle, in terms of um, working, teaching our kids, teaching ourselves. I didn't know how to do maths the way they do it now. Well done. <laughs> 
Yeah, still don't. <laughs> I've learned quite a lot. And that's an amazing <laughs> amount of skills to take into any organisation. So I've got to say that, you know, in terms of it's been, you know, awful around the pandemic, and but I always try to reframe it and look at the positive. And it's been a massive positive for our industry that people have more empathy now with people that are returning because of the career gaps, because of the gaps that people are having now on the CV. So I do think it's going to be a massive way forward for returners. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Congratulations to you again. And yes, anyone who's ever spent any time with a toddler is frankly a master, master negotiator. That's all I'm saying. I lost my my dad last year, um, suddenly. And I want to say he's looking down on me tonight. This is This is for him. Oh, 100%. Thank you so much. Yes, congratulations to you as well. Everyone is clapping along to that. Yeah, thank you. And last but not least, person with purpose, Freema Chambers. There you are with your disco lights on, having your own party at home. <laughs> congratulations to you. Now, look, your organisation just looked at the cost of school uniforms and the massive impact that that can have on parents. As someone, I think, burst into tears when my daughter lost her fifth school sweatshirt in the year because I thought, no, we're not again. I mean, you went from setting up a scheme in your own school to having hubs for over 400 schools now. Did you ever even imagine this would take off in such a big way? No, do you know? And then I'm really sorry, Freeba. We've got terrible audio from you. Yeah, we have, unfortunately, but tell you, I, I can just about hear, but I want to make sure that, that everyone is listening to the podcast and hear that you were saying that you felt like you were completely on your own, that no one else was struggling with the cost of uniforms in the way that you were. But by starting this and by almost putting your hand up and admitting that you were struggling, you realised that hundreds and hundreds, thousands of other parents were feeling the same way. Do you know what? We'll get you on the Northern Power Women podcast where you can explain a bit more because I, I do want oh. you to tell your story, but unfortunately, your audio means we can't hear you very well. That's not your fault. It's not your fault. But look, Freema, thank you so, so much. Freema Chambers, person with purpose in this year's Northern Power Women Awards. Go and enjoy the rest of your party. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Right, let's move on now to our fabulous next round of winners. We are talking... Now to Outstanding Entrepreneur, Sarah Davis, MBE, the Innovation Award, the Halo Project, represented by Yasmin Khan, One to Watch. We had joint winners on our One to Watch, Bianca Robinson, CEO of Sleep Out UK, and Alicia Curtis, Director of the Rain Collective. Congratulations to all of you. Really, really so thrilled to have you on. Let me start with you, please, Sarah. Outstanding entrepreneur, the crafter's companion, loving your work on that, an actual dragon on Dragon's Den. I love the fact that you have won Outstanding Entrepreneur. I would, I'd love to know from you, when did you first actually think of yourself in those terms as an entrepreneur? Because we hear quite often that women, especially young women, don't see that as a pathway for themselves. It might be something they get to much later in life, but especially starting out, they think, oh, that's not for me. I'm not a business person. When did you first think, this is me? Sam, I grew up in a little pit village in the north of England. Entrepreneur was a word we couldn't even pronounce. (laughs) And certainly if people ask me what I wanted to do when I grew up, I would never have said be an entrepreneur because that was such a big, long, fancy word. Uh, but, I, but I always knew I wanted to run my own business. And, that, and that's what I would say. You know, both my parents ran their own business and I, and I wanted to do that when I was when I grew up. 
I just didn't know what that business was going to be in. And in all honesty, I pootled off to university thinking I was going to learn everything I needed to know about business and, and come back and teach my mum and dad a thing or two in their family business. So um, my mum and dad have a, the wallpaper and paint shop in our local village. And I, and I thought I was going to come back and teach them the modern ways of doing things. And um, I actually did a, a four-year management degree with a year working. And in that placement year, I went and worked for this tiny little craft company, opened my eyes to this amazing industry I didn't even know existed, fell in love with the customer there, decided to start a business on the side when I, while I was at uni. So I was literally doing it, you know, on an evening and weekend between mm. my university lectures. And by the time I graduated nine months later, my business was bigger than my mum and dad's business that they'd been building up for the last 30 years. So hence I came home, never quite took over the family business. And my dad converted the little shed in the corner of the, um, of the warehouse where they used to have the business run out of. And I, and I worked out of that little shed with my best friend's mum. And that's, that's how we got started. And today my sister actually runs the family business and my mum's been live watching the awards tonight although oh. a little bit technologically challenged so uh but she saw and she had a few tears and was all thrilled that's absolutely that's fantastic, fantastic. Oh, oh wonderful to hear thank you so so much just show me your award again because i know you've managed to get yours already look at that beautiful knock on the door and, and a lovely little pattern of tiny feet and they had a goodie bag for me and a little badge and I've had all sorts it's been a wonderful evening I've probably had one too many glasses of wine to what I should have done I was in Freema's I was on Freema's table so we were feeling the disco ball love I can tell you it was rubbing <laughs> off on us all thank you so so much congratulations to you really brilliant to speak to you thank you thank you right let's speak now to the winner of our Innovation Award, Yasmin Khan from the Halo Project. Yasmin, where are you? I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hello. Lovely, lovely to speak to you. You know, the, the work that you do as part of the Halo Project with women who have been through the most horrendous times in their life. I mean, I'm, I, your wish, I suppose, is for a time when your work wasn't necessary at all, when, when you don't need to be running your organization. But you must have seen some incredible examples of resilience and seeing the best of people in the worst of times. Absolutely. I mean, what this pandemic has demonstrated nationally, the increase of domestic abuse is just something that the government wasn't really prepared for. We were never prepared for. But when you've got language and culture as one of the main barriers, mm. you know, you can imagine how exasperated those problems are. And what we've demonstrated is through education empowerment tools, we can really reach out to so many more communities and provide the protection that they so deserve. And the stories that we've been hearing in lockdown have been absolutely harrowing. The failings that we've witnessed have been most distressing. And what we've found is the resilience of the women have really provided inspiration to us to ensure that we're providing services in new ways through virtual engagement and also ensuring that we get the message out in as many languages as we possibly can. It's been very, very distressing, but equally mm. been extremely inspiring by how women have really changed their lives due to the trauma that they've been in and given us hope that we can do so much more with them and have their voices in the heart of what we do. 100%. You must be incredibly, incredibly proud of all the work you do every single day. So congratulations to you. Thank you for staying on and talking to us this evening. I do appreciate that. Uh, we have our two winners of the One to Watch Awards. Alicia Curtis, are you there? 
Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm loving your outfit, Alicia. Oh, Very thank nice. you. Not good for people listening to the podcast. She looks fabulous. Everyone looks fabulous this evening, though. Now, you're from the Rain Collective, working to support the next generation and really help adults have empathy and understanding as well as knowledge when it comes to supporting children who have suffered abuse. What drives you to do the work that you do, Alicia? Because it's not an easy career path to walk. It's not. You're completely right. It's not easy at all. But I think being a survivor of child sexual exploitation, you know, we've we've all at Rain gone through so much and experienced so many mistakes and failings by professionals that we really wanted to come together as a collective and unite one another to use our voices to better help professionals understand what child sexual exploitation is and how to help um, young people that are still sadly going through these situations. And that was the whole point of RAIN, to be able to use our experience for good um, and to bring a negative situation, but to make it even more positive. Um, And I couldn't be prouder of my team or my organisation for what they have been able to achieve. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much for taking time. Hanging on after the awards to speak to us today. Appreciate that, Alicia. Uh, Well done as well to Sarah and to Yasmin and to our other One to Watch winner, Bianca, as well from the Sleep Out Collective. Thank you. So a big thank you to all of our winners for the Northern Power Women Awards this year. Before we head off into the sunset, I want to recognise and have a quick chat with the very worthy winners of our Judges Awards. These special acknowledgement awards. So congratulations to Shamima Konat. Where are you, Shamima? From Electric Bazaar. How are you? Congratulations. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for organising such an amazing evening as well. Well, it has been incredible, hasn't it? It's so, I mean, amazing evening to be part of. Now, you are, of course, Electric Bazaar's an ethical fashion social enterprise. You have that real passion for designing clothes, but then you wanted to recognise the women, particularly in the individuals, and give them the response that, that they deserved and the recognition that they deserved as well. What sort of conversations have you been having with some of the, the artists and workers you've been representing? Are they, are, are they thrilled to find that they can have that place on the, on the high street, if you like, the virtual high street? I mean, the work that we're doing is so important because if you look at the sweatshop model and the way that the workers are treated is actually caused very horrible in terms of um, wage, in terms of their health and as a whole, um, in terms of their development and moving away from these sweatshops is also very difficult. So what we do is we go to these women that are very skilled but don't have the resources, don't have the networks, don't have the opportunities Mm -hmm. to be able to set up their own things and use their skills to make money and have that economic economic independence. So we go to these women and we source them out and we help them, give them resources by um, giving them a sewing machine. Um, so through our crowdfunding, we um, raise money for sewing machines and we give these women um, the tools that they need to be able to set up their own businesses. And we also give them a workload through our own clothes as well that we then sell on. So I'm wearing one of our pieces today. Um, And yeah, and then we also help in terms of on the ground, spreading their message, showing them, showing what everyone, what the work that they're doing in terms of the handicraft skills um, to kind of really retain the skills. Because obviously with sweatshops, um, what happens is because they're not getting paid as much, nobody's wanting to be these skills anymore because they're spending hours Mm -hmm. and hours and they're getting paid pennies. Whereas we make sure that they're getting paid a fair wage and retaining the skills that they have 
so that they can make an income from them. Um, so the conversations in terms of the impact we're having on them is actually incredible because it is life-changing. They're able to gain an income for themselves and be independent, not being able to rely on other um, sources of income and be able to spend that on their children and them, themselves and their development. And also what we found with these women is that once they have this income, they really kind of purpose it to be able to help other women in these communities as well. Um, so yeah, um, it's, it's a great cause in terms of what kind of motivates us to carry on and support these women in these rural communities. Congratulations to you. It is fantastic. Go and check it out online, Electric Bazaar. Thank you so much for hanging on. Congratulations to you again. Our second special acknowledgement award goes to Gina Martin. Gina, where are you? There you are, waving away. (laughs) Now, you, of course, took on the British government and challenged the law and changed the law to make upskirting illegal. I remember your campaign so, so well. And I also saw the amount of pushback you got from some people telling you that what you were doing wasn't necessary, that there were bigger things to worry about, to be quiet, to pipe down, to not be heard. How did you... How did you carry on? I mean, how did you silence those voices and really push on to achieve this absolutely incredible feat? It's really hard, I think, especially if you don't have the experience. I think a lot of the conversation tonight has been about just persevering, even when maybe you don't have the role models or you don't have an example to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're right, like changing the law was a massive thing. And there was, we had, or I say we, I always say we, because it was me and Ryan, my lawyer, but we'll be honest, like we had, I had rape threats for a year. And (sighs) that's a really heavy thing to deal with. And and you kind of hear it and you think that's awful, but when you do it and you you know, it's in your pocket all day and you can't get away from it. And even when you just try to talk to your dad, they're there. Mm. It's a lot. I think it comes down in terms of persevering. I think it comes down to relying on people I think we have this narrative a lot with women because we deal with so much that it's like just go and do it you know girl boss it like slay it and it's like oh I don't know how to slay (laughs) slay it like it's really hard so I lent I lent on the people around me a lot and I I rested a lot and I cried a lot and I shouted a lot (laughs) um and I just I guess I I had the days when I was really struggling and then the next day you get back up because you can't stop yourself doing it because you care about it so much and that's really what it comes down to is the fact that you don't really have a choice to fight for that stuff because I spent you know 15 years brushing stuff off and it was the kind of last time I was like no I'm just going to take it as far as I can this time you're incredible really incredible thank you so so much and congratulations to you as well you're an amazing award it came to the role model it's beautiful what (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. She's quite clever, that Gemma Truman, isn't she? She knows what she's doing, that, lay- that lass with an award. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Kira. Where are you, Kira? Kira Byland, are you still around, Kira? I'm here. I You're here. Happy you. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, you are a leader, an athlete, coach in cycling and swimming for the Special Olympics Northwest, as well as British cycling. You're a really positive, positive role model again. And, and you go and visit schools, of course, and universities and organizations. What's your real driving motivation to put yourself out there, Kira, and do all this work that you do? Why do you want to get yourself in front of these young people? For me, it's helping young people who have disabilities and learning disabilities have the same opportunities that other people without disabilities would have and actually give them the dream Mm. and the pathway and that belief to say that if you are struggling and you're not academic, 
the world isn't going to end. There is light at the end and I can be that positive role model, mentor, support them and help them develop their skills that actually they might not even realise even have mm. deep down inside. And sometimes you need that person to nurture and care for them. I love that. That is a really beautiful attitude to take out to young people. Congratulations to you again. Happy birthday to you again. Is your award with you yet? Do you have your award yet? I do. Oh, that is a beauty. That is a beauty. Where are you going to put it? It's going to be on the shelf in front of everybody can see. You want some sort of neon arrow pointing to it, I think, so that no one can ever get away. <laughs> Everybody will see it. You will see if you have to, don't worry. Thank you so much, Kira. Thank right, I can't so believe much. it. We're we're on to our final special acknowledgement judges award, and that is for the one and only Sally Orange. Where are you, Sally? Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Now, Sally is a military veteran athlete much like myself uh, an adventurer you know not if you listen to the podcast I climb a mountain every now and again that's about it I mean you've had 22 years of really adventure service endurance and the like and you've been appointed as the United Kingdom's female national ambassador for army cadets where were you 30 years ago when I was trying to put my putties on is what I want to know because I was absolutely dreadful when I was an army cadet but um you know you are such a proud role model for the armed forces. Quite often there is that disconnect, isn't there, between women thinking that that is a place for them. What do you say to young women who might be considering a role? Yeah, there, there are so many roles now for um, for people in the, in the army. Um, and now that women can do absolutely every role it's such a fantastic time for for people who want to go and do that and we have had this year um the first person who's uh, the first female who's passed the the paratroopers course which is fantastic wow. yeah yeah so um so so amazing of what people have gone on to achieve but what i what i say with the army cadets is that i'm inspired by them daily the things the resilience that they've shown throughout lockdown and the the ideas that they've come up with to to help others it's a it's a truly sort of reciprocal agreement you know i i get inspired by them and then they say the things that i do inspire them as well so um you know it it isn't a one way process i think we're all learning all the time we heard that early on, weren't we? Earlier on, weren't we? About co-mentors. Don't think of yourself as mentor as minty, but co-mentors because we can all inspire each other. You're an absolute case in point, absolutely. Sally. Thank you so so much. Now I understand your your awards somewhere in transit, right? Still. Well, I think because I was working at the Nightingale Hospital, yes. um, I've sort of gone back to the NHS 17 years after after leaving the NHS, but that luckily for, for, for them it did actually close um because there are no more patients which is brilliant news but Fabulous. now means I'm not where the award was so <laughs> we'll it, it'll find its way it will well. find its way home to you absolutely Sally thank you so much and every single winner this evening be so proud enjoy every last moment of today and of course the future because these awards aren't going anywhere they are yours for keep seats forever you're not holding on to them for a year and then you hand them on no they are yours absolutely forever so thank you so so much um jen hazelhurst from ey i mean you talked about being so inspired by by these people and just listening to the last hour or so of our conversation there is just so much to take away and learn from there isn't there 
I mean, is it, it makes you speechless, really. It's um, and you you certainly can't. I can't follow it at all. It's um, yeah, absolutely amazing stories and um, you know, people who've um really put themselves out there, which is is you know what we need to do, and, and it's absolutely fantastic. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant uh, stories there, and, and yeah, really good to hear. Well, thank you so much again to EY for being our headline partner this evening for the Northern Power Women Awards and Simone Roche. Been a journey, hasn't it, Mrs? You and I, I was about to get on a plane from Arizona to come and present the awards in Manchester, of course, last year. Little thing called a pandemic hit. And since then, it has been a huge, huge journey. But you must be so proud of everyone who's pulled together this evening, not least the incredible award winners, but it has been an event and a half. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, 12th of March last year, our fifth birthday, having to send that email out that said, you know, we're, we're postponing outside of COVID guidelines because we couldn't socially responsibly put that amount of people in a room. Mm. And then we're going to have it then, and we're going to have it then, and we're going to have it then. And you just, we kept saying, didn't we? Everything comes to she, he, they who wait. And I think there's something to, as, as much as the, <laughs> the Zoom extravagance, the Zoom room will, will scar me for life. Um, um, and Northern Power Man couldn't it, it was like burning the keyboard trying to admit people into rooms and stuff like that <laughs> um, I think the, the the amazing thing is is we would never have got this okay so I think as much as there's so many challenges um um around this and, and how long this has taken we would never have had this experience to have this conversation um yeah. look at you look at all of you on here all of you have taken your time to you know um sort of celebrate with us so I raise a glass to all of you and I'm grateful for the time you've given now to share and uh, you know so um yeah um yeah it's been one we will never forget I spoke to Nina when I came off the stage and I'm going to refer to you as Becky Taylor Salon um I know that you lost your dad last year I just remember because I remember me and Emma Emma Mason's here she Emma come in Emma Emma she's got a hoodie on but she always looks glam so Emma (laughs) Sure you know, you, Emma will have been in touch with all of you and Eleanor, who, who runs our social media. We're, we're, you know, we've not seen each other in, in months either. And um, I remember we were kind of corralling you into, are you, are you coming? Are you coming? And I remember you said, oh, I've lost my dad. And last week I thought, oh, my goodness. Of course, we've known you who all the winners are for a year, right? My God, secrets. Um, <laughs> um, so... I knew this would mean something to you. And when Nina came off stage tonight, she says, how do you feel? And I said, well, I don't want to work with goats and technology again, but but actually I'm so happy for all these individuals because, um, you know, some of you I know, you know, uh, more than others, but actually I know all of your stories. I know every single thing about all of you because I've read and I've believed in everything that you do. So, but I knew that this would mean a lot to you, Becky. So, you know, uh, and you're right, your dad will be absolutely proud. Sorry, I'm not, I don't want to make you cry. I'm probably going to make myself no, cry, no, but, no, but, exactly. but I knew. Yeah, my mum said exactly the same thing. I texted her and she just said, yeah, but this would have made your dad. Yeah, my dad would have been the one. He always wanted. He was very traditional. He always wanted the brochures bringing home from the wars, the newspaper cuttings, and everything. And it's really unfortunate that it's not here because this is probably would have been the first time he would have been able to watch it. Um, but so, but I know he's up there looking out for me. I definitely do. So it just me. I can't tell you how much it means to me. Really, oh, and and all of you, you, you know, please, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, please, no, 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 but 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 please, all be continue to be these fantastic role models, um, and thank you for giving your time and your energy and letting us corral you. We're a small but mighty team, but 
it's because we care and we give a rat's ass about all of you. And, you know, we really, you know, your role modeling is, is, is key because, you know, people look up and they hear your story and they believe that they can. So happy International Women's Day. I don't think I even said that today, actually. <laughs> Small flaw in the script. Um, but cheers to all of you and thank you so much. And please be safe with those trophies because they are so amazing. And as are, as are you. So thank all of you and big cheers. Thank you so, so much, everybody. We're all giving ourselves another virtual round of applause, but thank you for being part of the Northern Power Awards this year. Congratulations to all our winners. Check out the show notes for the podcast. You will find out, of course, a little bit more about every single uh, of our winners this year. Well done to you. Thank you again to EY. Simone, I salute you as ever from Arizona, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks for listening. Ooh.